time for the Retirement Roadmap Podcast with registered financial consultant, Glenn Mosseller. Thanks for being with us on another edition of the Retirement Roadmap Podcast. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Glenn Mosseller. And on today's show, we're going to learn a little bit how to prepare your financial house for retirement. Uh, Glenn, by the way, in case you're new to the show, is a registered financial consultant and the founder and president of Roadmap Financial Consulting with an office in Greensboro on Mears Chapel Road. You can find them online at roadmapfinancial.com. You know, for some people, Glenn, the idea of putting together a financial or retirement plan doesn't sound like so much fun, but the idea of building a home Well, you know, everybody kind of dreams about that, right? Constructing that custom home, making things just like you like it. Well, it turns out there are a lot of similarities between building that dream home and tweaking your home or your financial house to get ready for retirement. We're going to do some renovations to the financial plan as we get closer to retirement. How does that sound? That sounds like a winner, Walter. I like I like the analogy. We, we've pulled out the hammer. We've got the nails. We've got all our tools by our side. We're ready to uh, do some work here. All right. So first of all, like any good home, we've got to focus on the foundation. And if there are any problems there, we need to fix them before we move on to any additional steps when it comes to the house, right? Well, that's exactly right, Walter. And, you know, when you're thinking about, you know, what is the foundation of your retirement plan, meaning the retirement plan of of living in and through the retirement years, right? The basic foundation is, is, you know, what is your cash flow and your monthly income and expenses and how does all that fit in together, right? I mean, that's how, you know, our our lives are kind of designed, whether you're, you know, when you're in your working years or, or beyond, you know, you have monthly bills that come in and you have certain expenses that have to be taken care of and you have certain lifestyle needs that you want to that you want to have and, you know, and, and additional things that you'd like to do. You know, those things, you know, are, are, are most easily planned by when we think in terms of your income. Right. And so if you are moving out of the, you know, the working years and you stop work, then you no longer have that that paycheck that's coming in, you know, every week or every other week or monthly or however you get paid. That paycheck now stops for your working and trading, you know, your your hours for dollars and in that kind of that kind of scenario. And we're moving more to how are we going to have a sustainable income plan? And for the vast majority of people, you know, we're going to have Social Security is going to be part of that for sure. And, you know, some people are going to have a pension, you know, others not going to have a pension. You know, there, there's going to be 401ks and IRAs and money that you put away for retirement. And so those kind of accounts really, you know, were designed, you know, during the accumulation years to save for retirement. But now we've got to think in terms of, well, how are those funds and how are those accounts going to now create a sustainable income to last you through retirement and, you know, and allow you to have the lifestyle that you want to have. And so it becomes, you know, not a saving for retirement plan as much as living in retirement plan. And so we really have to kind of, you know, turn our thoughts to, you know, how are we going to make sure that we have sustainable retirement income? And ultimately that's that for most people, there's going to come from multiple streams of income and we have to look and see, you know, how is that going to work? And everybody's situation's different, but that's really the foundation of where we, of where we need to start. Yeah, the foundation is the beginning of every good home and every good retirement and financial plan as well. 
All right, what goes up next when we're building a home or even thinking about renovations? We, we start thinking about the structure, right? We're thinking about renovating our kitchen uh, at some point, Glenn, and we're kind of looking at it like, all right, well, do we really want to move any walls and, and, and take that big of a step when we go through the renovation, or should we keep the shell as it is? Big decision to make, obviously, because uh, it has a lot, of, a lot of impacts, a lot of big things that can happen when you start knocking down walls and that sort of thing. So very important thing to consider. It's the next step of that process when you're thinking about renovating your home. Same thing when we renovate our financial house and get it ready for retirement. What is the wall equivalent of a financial plan? When we're talking about the foundation just a, just a little bit ago, and so then when we, we start moving into the walls or the decorations or the, the extras, so to speak, right? You know, sometimes you have an accent wall or you, you, know, you knock this wall down to make this room bigger or you do different things. Well, I mean, in essence, you, you kind of think in terms of beyond beyond the foundation, you know, do you have other resources and other assets that could potentially enhance, you know, what you want to do? Maybe that maybe be an enhancement of being able to take extra trips or doing extra things or possibly, you know, being able to, you know, to give more to causes that you care about or maybe to help kids or grandkids, you know, um, potentially, you know, also thinking in terms of, and I think we'll talk a little bit more about it later as well, is, is like, you know, making sure that there's the, the legacy that you want to leave. But in essence, it's the extra, you know, it's the, it's over and above the, you know, your, you know, your basic needs and, you know, what you have to have, you know, from your, uh, you know, your needs or your have tos versus your, you know, your want tos. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think so. Um, and, and so we, we've got to make sure that's where a lot of shifting happens, right? In the investment plan, when it comes to retirement, there's a lot that, that changes under that part of the part of the plan, part of the house. Well, no doubt about it. And, and it's like, you know, you can't really, I mean, it's like we're, we're breaking it down and we're separating it out, you know, from the, from the walls and the foundation and all of that. But I mean, really they, they interconnect and they, and they interact. It's like, I mean, you can't really have a, you can't really have a house, you know, with walls and no foundation and, and you can't have it, you know, or vice versa, you know I mean? They, they have to inter, interplay and, you know, and, and that's what we're really talking about in terms of, you know, making sure that that, that income plan is in place that, you know, as, in, as well as the, you know, how are we going to be able to do all the things that we want to do? Well, the real thought process or the, or the real shift in mindset comes into play is, is that for the vast majority of folks, when they're going through their, their earning years and their saving years, I mean, that's exactly what they're doing. They're earning and they're saving and they're trying not to invade those accounts or touch those accounts because those accounts are for retirement, right? And so then once you reach retirement, well, now, you know, you're, you know, you move from that, that place of I'm saving for retirement and I'm trying to have that grow as much as I possibly can so that I can have as as many resources that I can have in retirement to now it's like, okay, now it's time to kind of harvest, you know, the, the crop, so to speak. And so now we've got to shift our mindset as like, okay, well, how do we make sure that we can actually make withdrawals and, and make, and make shifts to have that, uh, that money that we save for retirement actually be used in retirement and to do that e efficiently and effectively. And that comes into, you know, how much volatility is in your portfolio. It's like, you know, you, they always talk about, you know, the idea of saving for retirement and having that long-term investment plan is, is that, you know, you, you know, you never, ever, ever sell when things are, you know, are down. Right. And so yet at the same time, we know that there's economic cycles and you know that basically for the most part, most people are not, you know, trying to, you know, to sell their investments or sell things in their retirement 
retirement accounts when they're saving for retirement, you know, that that comes later. So now when we know that there's no new money going into those accounts because we don't have we don't have the working income coming in from our jobs or, you know, from our businesses or whatever. Now, suddenly we're, we're at a place where our, our, those accounts are now shifting and they're going to have a whole different purpose. They're having a purpose now of, of giving you sustainable income through retirement, of giving you the ability to, you know, to reach in there and to be able to do the extra things you know, by taking money out of those accounts. And certainly you have to be aware of is that, that there's the economic cycles, there's the ups and there's the downs. So if you're going to be able to have a sustained plan of being able to get money out of those accounts and have that be the, the most productive way, we have to we have to guard against volatility, at least in terms of time frames, right? Because if we know for sure, hey, we're going to need X number of dollars, you know, on a regular monthly basis, or we're going to need this much money over the next five or 10 years. Well, then if you know you're going to be drawing it out and you know that there's economic cycles and there's ups and downs, you have to guard against you know, the, the possibility of, of, of markets turning down. And, and historically, it's like, you know, if you've had your accounts turned down when you're working, well, that's really a buying opportunity to be able to buy more shares at lower prices. But that opportunity no longer exists when you are, when you are really in, in the retirement years, because now it's just like, well, you're, be, you're going to be taking money out. So you have to think in terms of diversification might be different. We've got to diversify in terms of timeframes. When am I going to need this money? Am I going to need it in the next five or 10 years? Or is it you know, longer term money? Is it 15, 20 years away before I'm going to need that money? Well, the longer term money might have some more volatility to it. And the shorter term money might need to, you know, to have less volatility to it so that you know that it's going to be there when you need it and to draw it out. That's a different type of diversification than what you think about when you're saving. Same thing as far as taxes go. You know, taxes are significantly different in retirement because not all your different income streams are going to be treated the same way in the tax code. Whereas when you were working, your, your, your wages and so forth were, were just basically ordinary income. They come in, you're taxed on it, and then you have what's left over. Well, it's, you know, that, that's true with some of your accounts potentially in retirement, but, but there, are, uh, there are other ways of being able to position yourself in retirement that you can have a little bit more control over how your, your withdrawals are you know, subject to taxation, depending upon the plan or the planning that you've put in place. So there's a lot to it in making sure that those walls and those foundations are, are you know, building a you know a solid structure that is sustainable through all those retirement years. Obviously, a really important part of the process that you want to get right: the walls, the investment plan of the financial house. Get it in order for sure. All right, moving next on to the next item, Glenn. Oh, this is on my list of things to do. We've we've definitely got an aging roof that needs some attention on our home. So that's going to be a big ticket item that we are planning for in the future. Lots of little things uh, wrong that we're going to need to adjust. We might as well start working on the gutters when we eventually do the roof. Uh, the soffits need a little help. It's, it's a bit of a fixer-upper situation when it comes to the roof. So that's on our list of things to definitely take care of because if we start getting leaks, it just leads to so many other problems. As we get ready for retirement, what's the roof equivalent of our financial house? Well, Walter, a lot of times that comes into you know whether or not you we need to insure or hedge against certain risks, right? And we start thinking about well, what are some of the risks of retirement? We've we've talked about a little bit of it, you know, with making sure that you know that we're able to withdraw and so forth, and the and the risks of the markets and the ups and downs. But we also have other risks that are that are out there. You know, we have to think in terms of you know, well, what's you know, when we ask we 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 sit down and we start having a conversation with folks and we say, well, you know, what are the risks that that are there in retirement? You know, and 
you know, most people say, well, you know, I'm concerned about, you know, is my money going to last? And then one of the other things that comes up is, is, well, what, you know, what if there's a health events or long-term care that, you know, that, that needs to be there? Oftentimes that is something that is something that has not necessarily been fully addressed and probably needs to be, you know, looked at and say, you know, hey, what can we do to position ourselves that if something like that happens, we're able to weather that storm as well? Because we want to make sure as, you know, as, you know, when you're thinking about your family and your and your spouse and, you know, your your loved ones, it's like you want to make sure that, you know, that that if, you know, if one spouse needs to go into the nursing home, you know, that that the other spouse is not put in a place where all of the resources are used up and then they're left, they're, you know, they're left with very little, you know, to live the rest of their life. And they might have, you know, quite some time to go. You know, you want to make sure that, that we have hedges in place that we can make sure that it's like, okay, if this happens, we've got a plan and we know that we can we can do this and, or we can do that. And we need to start looking at those options. And and one of the biggest things that I see when I when I start talking to people for the first time is, you know, when you know, we say, well, you know, what if, what if long term care event happens or, you know, what if what if this and it's like, you know, gosh, that's that's one of our biggest fears. We you know, we but we're really not sure what to do. You know, are there are there are there alternatives that you know to the traditional long-term care policies because when we've looked at those golly those things are really expensive and we don't really know for sure if we're going to need it or not but at the same time you know we want to have the insurance but we it's it seems like it's an awful lot to pay for it and so we start looking at the are there alternatives and and quite oftentimes there are depending upon what you have and how you have a position we we sometimes can make your money work harder and do more than one job and, you know, and, and be able to, you know, to give you certain, you know, certain benefits that, you know, if certain things happen, then this is going to be there. Another piece of the puzzle may be, you know, that, that a lot of times people think in terms of, you know, income planning, which we just talked about. But what happens if one person, you know, one spouse passes away? Oftentimes, you know, the, you know, not oftentimes, most of the time, that's really what happens, right? You typically have one spouse predeceases the other, and then the question is, is, is there enough income, is there enough money to last? Because typically in that scenario, we know for sure that if there's two Social Security checks coming in, then the lower of the two drops off, right? And then the higher of the two becomes the, the survivor benefit if there's a pension, is there a survivor benefit? Is it the same? Is it going to be reduced? Does it completely go away? You know, and then we have to factor in the uh, just the reality that is, is that when you start to file your taxes as a widow or a widower, now you're filing as a single person and suddenly your, your, your tax brackets or the threshold to the next tax bracket, you know, the thresholds have been cut in half and your deductions have been cut in half you know, for the vast majority of people. So now we're, now we're in a situation where, you know, income may have gone down, and yet tax risk may have gone up or you know, tax liabilities may have gone up. So we have to make sure, is, is there enough income producing assets in place to be able to weather that storm? And sometimes we look at, you know, maybe there's a, there's a need for a little bit of extra life insurance, you know, and, and that, that, that sometimes comes as a surprise. But when we really start, you know, evaluating the numbers and we start looking at it, it's like, wow, well, if this happens, that's, that could be problematic. You know, what can we do to hedge that? And, and then so we look at all the different options. Sometimes it's life insurance. Sometimes it's other types of insurance. But ultimately, we want to we be thinking in terms of that we've got that roof on that can help us weather the storms.
protection, such an important part of the equation. Insurance, uh, something worth considering and thinking about, especially as we approach retirement, uh, something that can certainly help a lot of different ways as you prepare for your financial future. That's the roof of the financial house and some of the things you might want to think about to adjust as you get close to retirement. Last but not least, Glenn, when we're thinking about building a home or renovating a home, we think about the finishing touches, you know, the crown molding, the built-in bookshelves, any custom-made furniture, kind of the fun things that let us put that stamp on the home. What about as we renovate our financial plans for retirement? What would be some of those finishing touches that need to go into the plan? Well, Walter, I mean, I think for a lot of people, it's legacy, right? I mean, because, you know, everybody has has people that they care about, you know, and and they want their life to have meant something. And so, you know, whether it be in the, you know, and a lot of times when people think of, you know, when I, when I say legacy planning or estate planning, you know, most people think of, well, you know, they think of their kids or their grandkids and those kinds of things. And, and that's, you know, certainly an important piece. But I also think in terms of legacy is as to what we were just talking about, right? Making sure that, you know, part of your legacy is, is that, you know, one, one spouse dies, how is the other spouse going to be taken care of? Right. And so that, you know, again, the, the whole house, you know, I mean, that everything interconnects. I mean, you have the foundation, you have the walls, you have the roof, but they're all necessary. Right. And so some of those finishing touches to make sure that they're all connecting and working well together is to make sure that you have those plans in place, you know, and we need to look and see, you know, well, you know, how do you want to be remembered? Do you want, you know, what's, what things do you want to have, you know, have happen, you know, when, you know, when, as, as you go along through, you know, through the retirement years and what kind of things do you want to see happen, you know, after you're gone, you know, do you, what kind of an imprint do you want to make or impact do you want to make? You know, maybe that's with, you know, with, you know, with family, you know, your spouse, maybe, you know, your kids, grandkids, maybe it's causes that you care about you. Maybe you want to leave a, you know, a certain amount of money to this cause or that cause. It, you know, it's really is it's making sure that, that you're able to do the things that you want to do and your, and your life has the meaning that you want it to have and to, to you and the people you care about. And those are kind of the finest, you know, finishing touches and making sure that 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 whole that whole house is 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 efficient, as we would say. You know, the big thing now is to make your to make your house energy efficient, right? Well, we're wanting to make your financial house efficient and make sure that you you're getting the most out of out of the resources that you have and not and not having some of the, your money fall through the cracks and go to things that you know if if you'd have planned differently you know that you could have made sure that the money was 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 utilized better for you the people you care about and the and the causes that you care about well, Glenn, this is all great information and helpful. I think putting it into this kind of context, thinking about building that home, something that's easy for all of us, I think, to imagine and seeing those parallels to building our financial house and uh, renovating it for retirement makes a lot of sense. And if you need some help doing this, you know, just like how you hire a contractor to help you execute some of these things, you know, I'm, I'm not going to be knocking down exterior walls on my own. <laughs> so if we ever end up doing that or replacing the roof uh, outside, my skill set a little bit. So we're going to bring in some people to help us with that. Same thing in the financial world. If you're not quite sure how to renovate your financial plan for retirement, bring in somebody who knows how to do that, who has done it for hundreds of families before. All you have to do if you want to get in touch with Glenn to talk about renovating your financial plan and getting ready for retirement is 336-291-3535. Call that number 336-291-3535. 3535 to begin a conversation with Glenn, or you can go online to roadmapfinancial.com. That's roadmapfinancial.com. 
At the bottom of the page, you'll see the button that says free consultation. Click on that and you can schedule a time to meet right from your smartphone or computer. Easy to come in, say hello, or have a conversation over the phone remotely and uh, get into some of the details about your plan. That's RoadmapFinancial.com, your place to go for help and assistance with building your financial house and getting it ready for retirement. Glenn, thank you so much for the help and guidance on the show today, and we'll look forward to another episode next week. Fantastic, Walter. Take care now. All right, you do as well. That's Glenn Mosseller, registered financial consultant and the founder and president of Roadmap Financial Consulting. And we'll talk with you next time right back here on the Retirement Roadmap Podcast. Mm-hmm.